Well, it's Memorial Day, 2022, Memorial Day weekend in the United States. It's a weekend that signifies, among other things, the beginning of summer in the workaday world, the world of the eight-hour job. And summer means, uh, of course, family, food, fun. Summer is bliss. Summer is peace. Now, I know Memorial Day itself has a specific meaning. Unfortunately, uh, like everything else, social media has taken care of virtue signaling when it comes to any important U.S. holiday. So uh, you, the listener, the subscriber, can memorialize anyone or any how that you want to. I'm not going to tell you what Memorial Day is all about or what you're supposed to do because I'm sick and tired of being told <laughs> what to do and how to act and what to, how to be and all of that stuff. I, for one, will concern uh, myself and, and you, hopefully, in this podcast on the need for a moment of peace and simplicity. Maybe it's simplicity and not peace, but peace and simplicity during the upcoming summer of 2022. A moment of peace in Podcast 1056, the Bob Davis Podcasts. Well, I got to thank Ryan Plumbing and Heating of St. Paul for Homer Business for sponsoring the Bob Davis Podcasts. You know, we all know we have lots of systems in homes, and uh, I know that when it comes to keeping these systems running right, especially these days, you got to have somebody that knows what they're doing. You got to have reliable service. That means Ryan Plumbing and Heating in St. Paul. You call for plumbing or heating problems or air conditioning problems, 651 224 4771. In Minneapolis, 612 927 6488. They go back 70 years at that location. Quality replacement and repair of all plumbing, heating, and air conditioning systems residential and business the big thing now is improving the efficiency of air conditioning systems and also all of your water systems there's new stuff that can save you a lot of money it kind of pays for itself ask ryan about that again in st paul 651-224-4771 in minneapolis 612-927-6488 online at ryanplumbing.com or click on their banner at the top of the page at the bobdavispodcast.com yeah uh, summer 2022 is not getting off to the greatest start back in the world. We are in the desert in another one of these fabulous campgrounds created by the, you know, the federal dam projects along the Colorado River. Uh, it's hot. It's been hot. Uh, it gets to the point where 98 degrees is cool uh, comparatively to 107, 108, and it's not even hot yet. If uh, you talk to locals, this is nothing. I love the desert. I love the heat. I love the sun. I am probably more tan than I have ever been in my entire life, and it's wonderful. Uh, it's, oddly enough, r relatively sparsely populated out here. I'm traveling with some people, and we've got the, the wagons uh, circled, and we're getting ready for um, the big meteor shower that's coming up tonight. That's pretty much it. So, yeah, I don't need to chronicle the events and challenges facing the world. Now, in the nomad world out here, we worry about the price of fuel and I guess a little bit uh, food. Most of the time, we just shake our head at the seeming uh, madness of the world. Uh, even the seething vehemence of how some people feel uh, that they must express themselves to vent uh, on on social media and it's everywhere whether you're trying to watch a YouTube video about how to 
you know, upgrade your uh, sun, your uh, solar p- panel, or uh, <laughs> or something about the stock market. You have to go through all of the YouTube uh, rantings and crazy stuff that uh, that passes for issue talk in this country that I just have no interest in or, or patience in when it comes to content creation these days. I think also we try not to read or watch too much of what passes for the news. We all have our methods of uh, scanning for information. We all do our fact checks every now and then. And I think more importantly, when we are having conversations, because nomads come from so many different walks of life and we're really trying to find common ground, we try to stop ourselves from talking uh, too much about it all, whatever it all is, when it comes to whatever this whatever this discourse we're having in this country is called because it is soul crushing to be quite honest instead what do we talk about well we talk about when inflation breaks and we can get fuel uh, for two dollars a gallon for diesel too (laughs) even if it's a pipe dream we talk about the best designs for converting a school bus or the best kind of school bus to buy if that's what you want to do or what kind of rv is the best kind we talk about what kind of a rig we would buy if money was no object and we didn't care what it cost and what we're having for dinner the other thing is the i hate to call them privations i i would call it um, the uh, uh an, an aesthetic of um, of thrift out here where we don't have too many luxuries the other day, two of the nomads who happened to be uh, veterans went over to the commissary on the nearby army base, and they came home with ice cream. And that was a real treat in a world where a hot shower is a luxury. Now, in the summer, in the heat, uh, you can have a hot shower. You just have to take your water jug and pour it over yourself, and you, you've got yourself a hot, a hot shower. And I'm telling you, it's better than a hot shower at home. It's amazing. So pretty much what we do during the day is we hang out in the rigs where we can do a little work, uh, allow the breeze to pass through and, um, you know, just kind of um, hang low and try not to get too hot. And uh, we listen to the uh, Yuma locals uh, out on the jetty or the people driving by in the in the side by sides. Or we uh, do a little work in the truck, and there's always a lot of cleaning. One of the things I've noticed with the wind, uh, there's just the constant issue is dust. You wipe your truck down, and you got to wipe it down again the next day or even later in the day. So we always have dust to worry about. We always have cleaning, and we always have organizing to do. We always have our little jobs. We have to do taking the trash down the way to the, you know, the trash bin or whatever uh, you know, we've planned to do. The other thing we're doing is we are waiting for uh, tonight's meteor shower by planning dinner on the camp stove. And we have the camp stove tonight because the danger of fire is too high. The rangers have already already been by and let everybody know, no, no, no fires. It's too too many fires out west. It's too dry. And so, and I, uh, we'd already come to that conclusion. So that was nothing new. But we will then make our dinner on the camp stove. Are we going to have chicken breasts, tacos, pork chops, scrambled eggs, and the best home fries I've ever had? We boiled them and then we fried them in the the cast iron pan. Uh, You know, that was amazing. Or pan-fried steaks uh, and broccoli. 
uh, we had cube steak the other night, which actually was really cheap and uh, really good. Uh, it's, you know, again, when you when you don't have much, a little goes a long way. A a a, a luxury, and this is self-imposed. You know, some of us don't have to live this way. Uh, but we do because uh, it, it's a it's a fascinating challenge every day. And when we can have a fire, the Dutch oven will produce the most incredible pot roast with onions and uh, carrots uh, and other stuff that sort of just caramelizes down there. Some potatoes or baked chicken uh, that you've ever had. The, just the Dutch oven thing is amazing. So there's a lot of luxuries out here, but they're not the kind of luxuries that people are used to uh, in their air-conditioned homes and and uh, sitting on the back deck and uh, and having uh, you know a Viking uh, stove in their kitchen. The other thing, and I just realized, is I know there's some donuts left over uh, with from Alicia's visit to the commissary, and we'll likely have that tonight while we watch the meteor shower that starts at 10 p.m. with a gallon of coffee. So what's the reaction to this lifestyle versus the lifestyle back home? We love it. You know, uh, there's no road rage. There's no uh, microaggressions. There's no bosses. There's no real insanity. It's tamped down to a minimum since it's our own insanity. What would you call it, Bob Davis? I'd call it peace. And we're going to talk about that in the second half of this podcast. One of the things that's really cool about being out here in the desert and being in these places is, you know, my truck says the Bob Davis podcast on the side and people will tune it in and they'll check it out. And uh, a guy came by, I'll just say John from Yuma, and he pulls into the campground. And I'm like, oh, God, what, what's this all about? And he gets out and goes, hey, I'm looking for Bob Davis. And I was like, what did I do? And he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I saw your truck in Yuma and uh, I checked it out and I love your podcast. So thank you, John, for listening and subscribing to the Bob Davis podcast. If you really want to help the podcast, uh, hit the subscribe button, so to speak, on iTunes. Probably the best way to help me grow my feeds. I appreciate any and all donations at the Bob Davis podcast.com. When I have my list, I thank you in the podcasts you do that by finding that little picture of mobile podcast command along the right side column and then there's a big yellow donate button click on it takes you to paypal you can do a regular donation like my friend todd byers has done down in dallas 10 bucks every month or you can just give me whatever you want to and i appreciate that that goes right into the tank and we will be back out on the road soon i get the feeling that everybody just wants a moment and most people are not getting that moment. It's a relentless, there's a relentless flow of events, uh, situations, and things happening that prevents people back home from having a moment, right? Maybe it's the family. Maybe it's just going fishing. Even the guys tearing around here in their side-by-sides or mini-bikes uh, are getting a little moment of joy. To enjoy the beginning of summer in a workaday world without some sort of deep, almost subliminal, constant irritation. And I would say the most important thing that we can all do is find a moment of peace and hold on to it for dear life. I, I, and, and as I monitor things and talk to people, um, I come to the conclusion that so much of life these days is either standing in line waiting on the phone to actually try to get through to a, a human being 
or having one constant irritation, a bill that you can't pay or some kind of issue uh, constantly. Or even worse for people who have to work uh, and who work in a, in, a, in a facility someplace, in an office or whatever, having to do things that nobody really understands why we're doing it or doing it this way or doing it. We just have to do this, uh, you know, because that's what's required. And I think it all comes down to this deep sense of um, something is wrong or uh, people are just afraid. There's a movie I just saw, uh, you know, there's been previews of this movie um, on YouTube recently. Uh, maybe you've seen them. Seen them. One of those plucky, stupor alpha male guys, uh, <laughs> and uh, he lives in Atlanta in this beautiful house and has a beautiful wife that he's estranged uh, with. And of course, a uh, a comet is coming, and the media keeps telling people, "Don't worry about it. It's not going to be that big of a deal." And the next thing you know, all hell breaks loose, and and uh, he has to figure out how to get his family to Greenland. That's what it's called. It's called Greenland. And, you know, it's, it's way over the top. It's just uh, angst-filled, you know, constant craziness. And you think, oh, that's insane. But at the same time, it's kind of, it kind of is a, a metaphor in a way for how people kind of feel today uh, on a day-to-day basis. Now, not everybody feels that way, and I know that. But uh, I think that's really the root of the subtext back in the world. The constant concern of, or really actually fear, of when you realize that we now live in an environment where seemingly anything can happen at any time. You think, oh, the, a comet hit the earth. That's ridiculous. Next thing you know, right? The other thing is, I'm beginning to get the impression that really nobody knows what to do. And they, they certainly uh, uh, aren't going to even be able to explain it. And I can tell you, they aren't going to fix it if they can't explain it. And that's the way... I see things back in the world, and that is why I love the desert heat, the coyote call, uh, and the hot wind at night. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know where it's going. Uh, There was a time when I would have done content uh, telling everyone, you know, I've connected the dots, and this is where we're headed, and this could happen, and this might happen, and this is the situation. But I will not create that kind of content now because I think it's A, superfluous, it's useless, everyone's doing it, and B, I don't think it helps anything. I think it detracts, I think it uh, foments fear and concern, uh, and I don't think you can predict the future. And in the end, really, it doesn't matter what uh, some, some guy thinks that's doing a podcast about what the future holds. The peace of summer is what I want to leave you with. It's what it's it's the impression, the peace of summer. And we all have these pictures in our head uh, that are filled with feeling and emotion and smells and touches and uh, uh, really like uh, slides from another time. And I've got many, many, many of them. And I know uh, you do too. And it really doesn't even matter how old you are. Um, some of mine go back years. I remember uh, we used to go see my grandfather in Columbus, Ohio, and he owned a uh, food uh, brokerage, and that meant he had to have a bunch of salesmen that would go around to uh, grocery stores and try to get clients' uh, product on the shelf. 
and all these guys were in the food business and of course in those days they all dressed to the nines and the wives would go uh, when they went out and they would have their white gloves on and uh, I remember uh, we would go uh, to when I was visiting my grandpa we'd go to these parties and I'll never forget going to this one party uh, that was at this guy's house and he was a successful sales guy and they were all in the backyard and you I can still smell the martinis and the cigars and the cigarettes and I remember at dusk as the sun is setting the slide the picture in my mind were all of these cars from the 60s you know uh, there was a 62 Buick that with a lime colored uh, body and a, and a black uh, top there was a gold Cadillac all uh, just a beautiful Fleetwood six, you know a 65 or something Cadillac that was painted gold there was a black Olds 98 uh, you know there was uh, my grandpa's partner's old 1960 Delta blue Delta uh, Oldsmobile and somebody had a champagne colored 65 Mustang you know all in the driveway because everyone had come to the party and I remember going out and just looking at these cars and that's a slide uh, there's another slide that I have in my head of um, of uh, hanging on for dear life behind a speeding uh, boat on an inner tube um, uh, screaming with joy just screaming no one can hear you and being whipped around on the on the inner tube I think we all have have had that experience especially if you're from the Midwest the crackling of the campfire in uh, you know on a summer night uh, getting ready for the 4th of July we all remember the fireworks and all those kinds of things I remember rowing across a lake in Minnesota no that was in Wisconsin on a night when uh, the wind was virtually still the water was completely glass smooth and I took the rowboat and decided to row across the lake and when I got halfway it was about three o'clock in the morning when I got halfway across the lake I just stopped this it was a clear night and the stars were uh, in the sky and they were reflected in the water and for a second I was floating in space it was fantastic that's a slide one of my favorite sounds and feels of uh, summer is the sound of air conditioners as you walk through the neighborhoods from the houses or that sort of differential that smell that you get when you open the door and you walk out of a beautifully cooled home that's being air conditioned into the into the absolute wall of humidity and sun and heat on a hot summer day and you get that smell in your nostrils that's the differential between the air conditioning and the summer uh you know uh, you know environment when you go outside that was a memory from being a little kid but i still have that i still have that, that experience every time i go from air conditioning into no air conditioning I used to love iced tea on a hot summer day or lemonade but for me it was always iced tea I love iced tea on a hot summer day cooking hamburgers and brats for the family uh, and having getting that <laughs> getting that Amish potato salad from Walmart uh, just a delicious summer dinner or summer salad and 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 putting out the tables and getting everybody uh, ready for for that and uh, I remember as a kid, as I mentioned, uh, you know, I may have mentioned it. I don't know if I did or not. You know, one of the things that my parents always did, and the, and and all of our our parents did this for us. They got us a a, a pass, a, a, you know, a, a summer pass to the Lions Club pool, and we would go to the pool all day. And my mom would give me like fifty cents, and that was enough to get a hot dog 
that you cooked in this microwave that burned it. It was great. And we spent all day out uh, in the water, in the pool, with uh, the everybody's favorite radio station playing over a PA uh, while we, we swam and people got into all sorts of things. I mean, these experiences, whether it's riding bikes or uh, listening to the radio on the front steps all night long, or later in life, holding my infant son, you know, while uh, yeah, I couldn't go in the water because he was little, but, you know, the, the wind would, would push the lake and the, the waves would lap up against the lake and just, just sitting there. That, to me, you know, those, those little images of summer are these, uh, these feelings of peace. The first time you fell in love, that feeling of the last day of school before uh, everybody was going to be out because school was out for the summer. These are the things that I hope people are able to have this experience today, but I feel like the last two or three years have just been a slog. And I kind of feel like um, there's a lot of things I could have talked about on Memorial Day, but it's the opening day of summer for everybody in the United States. And it won't last long. If you live in the Midwest, you know this. You know that by Labor Day, the leaves will have started to turn. And after Labor Day, you have maybe 25 more days of what you might actually refer to as summer, but it's already fall. You know that as soon as that, that you know, that we, we make that moment, that turn in, in space, that... Uh, we're going to have the leaves turning and suddenly it will be October and it's a whole different, um, it's a whole different motif and it's a whole different sort of, you know, feeling. But summer right now is a time for us to grab a little bit of peace and hold on to it for dear life. So get some summer and cherish it in 2022. I am in the desert, obviously. I've said that a couple times. Everybody knows that. I don't know where I'm I'm probably going to go north from here. That's at least that's the plan. So it's getting warm enough to go back up north, but uh, it's, it's weird because it already feels like late summer to me because I've been here as it's gotten hotter and hotter and hotter. So summer has come early uh, for me, but I know that just about everybody is, it's finally getting to be like 70 up north. And people are just beginning to experience that first rush of warmth that will flower around July 4th and will start to fade very quickly after that. Thanks for listening to Podcast 1056. Get some summer peace.